<laughs> Greetings and welcome to another episode of Duck Duck Dice, a show where we play Dungeons and Dragons in a basement and then put it on the internet. My name is Sam. I am the dungeon master for this game. Thank you all for joining us for episode 15, the quinceanera of Duck Duck Dice. Wow. Yeah. I am not dressed. I am super underdressed for that. <laughs> yes. Time to go home. Yes. But um, Duck Duck Dice is part of the Party Foul Games family, where we also have... <laughs> He's just super overwhelmed, like, whatever, words. <laughs> I do this at my job every day, and I can't tell you the words for what happens when someone gets too white on a camera. Speaking very, of very, words and cameras, yeah. you say words on cameras on I another thing. do, yes. Every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. we do the Game Goose podcast, which is a podcast about video games, pop culture of video games, video game news, video game releases... That kind of stuff, you know, video games. Game Have you heard about video games? What are you talking about? Video games. Oh, yeah, I played cool. a few. Television funds. Yeah, uh, but this week we're doing a battle royale where we just decide arbitrarily who would win in a fight between two disparate video game characters. Is there a marquee matchup? There's a tournament bracket Ooh, set up. So. Can I go download it right now? Are they seated and everything? Uh, <laughs> I think they're just random seats. Okay. So. Okay. okay. All right. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. So if you have anyone you want to add to it right now, let me know. Sonic. If you, Sonic, uh, we already did. So. Shout us out on Twitter with who you want added. At Party Foul Games. Yeah. At Party Foul Games. Do that. We can get it in there. And then hang out in the chat and have fun while the debate rages. As it is definitely going to do. And correct them all. <laughs> is Doom Guy on it? Uh, I think he was last time. Okay. All I new characters, it, huh? Yeah. I'm trying to remember who won. And they said it was Geralt of Rivia. I was Rivia, about to say, but, is Geralt? No, so, no one threw him a coin. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. All right. We shall see. Tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right here on this same Twitch channel. Perfect. So just leave it running until tomorrow. Yeah. If you want to, you're already signed in. Yeah. You're ready to go. Yes. And while you're at it, just, you know, subscribe. Yes. Speaking of subscribing and Twitter. And Twitter. uh, Other things. We've just finished our first giveaway. We are giving away some fantastic glow-in-the-dark Tarasque dice. Which are super cool. I don't think we can do a... We can't show you how well they glow. But they do glow super well. And a cute little bag to go with the dice. To put the dice in, even. In fact, I'll hand them over and you can show them off on camera. Um, So thanks to everybody who entered. But the winner is uh, at GEJohnson7. Who, yeah, won the the random giveaway. So thanks, everybody. Uh, GEJohnson7. Following, thanks. (laughs) stuff um we're starting another giveaway tomorrow we've got some more fancy dice so stay tuned for that how many giveaways we doing how much free stuff we giving these people as much as we can manage (laughs) (laughs) we should do a giveaway at the table yes uh that's coming up me something i fed you dinner that's fair Uh, well, I think he fed me dinner. <laughs> I made dinner. No, like he literally like put it into my mouth. Well, it was that's... a little weird. <laughs> okay. I went back to building Legos. <laughs> Everyone likes Mother Bear. Subscribe and follow, and <laughs> Alex <laughs> will feed you dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll make uh, it. I'm not paying for travel. <laughs> <laughs> that is. 
That is way better than the uh, uh, Blue Apron. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yes. G. Johnson 7, congratulations. Thanks for following. And thank you to all the crap tons of people that followed. That was really cool. Yeah, y'all are great. So, hopefully, we can keep you. Uh, Last housekeeping item Uh, we will be taking a break from Duck Duck Dice next week. We're just laughing. No, we're laughing at chat. Okay. What's chat saying? Hi, Par chat. for the course, chat. Par for the course. They said, oof, that went downhill fast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it usually starts, there's promise, there's structure, and then it just kind of... Then we're talking yeah. about feeding each other. <laughs> Man, I can't figure out what our problem is. No. Well, we won't have problems next week, because we won't be playing next week. We're going to take a little bit of a break, um, so I can make up some more stuff. Um, for all of this, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'll have problems because I won't be playing D and D. We turn that. Yes, I'm facing the two of you more. All right. Anything else? Let's play some motherfucking D and D. That's that's the Light? idea. This is a not for children's channel. That's true. It is. It says right on it. When not for kids. This <laughs> are you sure you want to? Are you old enough to be here? It's because of all the partial nudity. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, not <laughs> <a bitch. laughs> Let's go. You're gonna get kicked off Twitch. <laughs> oh, that's right. I can't show my cleavage. <laughs> okay. And with that, <laughs> where do we leave off, Sam? <laughs> so, last we left our heroes who four of whom had adopted the name The Blessed as a homage to their fallen comrade. Uh, They spent a few days of downtime in Hornrock, some of the first, I would say, non-notable days at least, um, that they'd had in some time since coming together. Uh, Eventually, they acquired a brand new fancy wagon, uh, courtesy of the mine master for uh, fulfilling the job of the gem faithful cult and our heroes took that wagon and joined with the caravan leaving Hornrock. It is a five day treacherous journey through the Halcyon Plateau but the four blessed ones picked up a new traveler in their midst a furbolg named Una who was trying to get passage on the caravan, uh, being blocked by the guards from doing so, and the group took pity on her and took her into their midst. Never again. (laughs) Only to find out she was a furbolg, considering the fact that she looked like a human originally. Um, I too already. Good start to a relationship. But there's at least one familiar face in the caravan, uh, which uh, our group is riding caboose on the ten wagon train. Uh, they saw in the kind of original crowd before the caravan took off Marcus, <laughs> the Hornrock soldier, uh, whom they saved uh, just outside of Kavorka from the Grung. And you all have begun the journey. The dust has kicked up. The horses are moving, and you all are sort of heading into the very first area that will lead you outside of Hornrock. Um, An area known as the... something... Red Run Canyon. 
So the blessed are riding in the back of the caravan, heading south out of the vicinity of Horn Rock and all signs of civilization. You all pass by what looks like at one time was maybe the original roadway into the area, a massive canyon that looks like it has since collapsed in some time ago. And you are all taking a side route um, through Red Run Canyon. And as you all sort of start to approach into it, you can see that these are very high walls of this canyon, anywhere from 40 to 60 feet high of redstone and white sand. The canyon is extremely narrow in some places, sometimes closing down to roughly 10, 15 feet in width, which just allows the wagon train to sort of sneak through. But keeping an eye ahead on the um, numerous other wagons in front of you, it would seem that there are indeed a number of skilled drivers at the reins of these wagons who sort of deftly maneuver through the tight corridors of Red Run Canyon. Who is driving the cart right now? Me. You jump back to driving? Yeah. All right. Jump back up front. All right. This lady's too big. She takes up too much room. <laughs> so are the rest of you sitting in the cart, walking alongside the cart? It's like a brisk walking pace. Um, you can't go too fast. There's no way I can keep up. Mm-hmm. I'm in the cart. I'm in the cart. You got the little wigs. Yep. I will... I'll sit next to Ally, I guess. Okay. I'm in the back, then. I was... All right, well... I'll drop down and just kind of walk beside the cart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, as you all are riding along, um, those of you, so Lex, Kaya, and Ally, as you're riding along, um, you spot overhead a familiar sight. Mm. Brother Briar. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys. (laughs) Floating down. Uh, No, it is uh, the silhouette of several griffins flying high in the sky. How do the other caravanners look? Um, They've taken note, some of them, but they're pretty high up. Yeah, they're not worried about it, I'm not. And in front of you is the sort of jostling, clanking wagon of Scramity Finch, uh, which there are two horses sort of on um, ropes that kind of just like trail along the sides of the wagon. Um, but you can see um, it's kind of a hard-topped, closed-door kind of wagon, but you can see um, stick like hanging along the sides are... It looks like um, spare wheels and um, harnesses and and, um, straps and basically equipment to repair any sort of damage that may happen to the wagons along the way. But the whole thing just kind of like jostles and jingles with the sound of um, gear inside of it ahead of you as you sort of plod down the way. (laughs) 
Well done. Pretty. At this point, it's been a pretty um, quiet afternoon where you all begin to reach about midday as you've been traveling through the Red Run Canyon when all of a sudden the caravan sort of just comes to a halt. And while you cannot see why, you can hear kind of some commotion up near the front of the caravan. This is the first day out? Yeah. You guys are just like a few hours into the journey. Well, it seems we've got some kind of commotion up front. Shall I run ahead and see what it is? Can I can I see from where we are? Can I see what they're stopping about? So you guys are probably, I mean, probably about 100 feet back or so. I mean, in this wagon caravan. You guys are way at the back. Um, so you can't really see what's up ahead. Wait, why did we stop? I, I'd like to get as far away from Horn Rock as possible. It's it's probably fine, Una. It's, uh, yeah, Ally, I'll just I'll hold the horses if you want to go check it out. All right, works for me, and I will scramble ahead. All right, well, I'm already on foot, so I'll just follow Ally. <laughs> All right, so Ally and Lex run ahead. Um, you kind of run past. Um, you run past each of the wagons. Um, each wagon seems to have one driver and anywhere from one to two um, guards posted at it. Um, the two wagons in the back, though, um, which uh, belong to Yonder, are not guarded by Horn Rock soldiers, but by um, looks like uh, mercenary types with green cloaks. Um, and as you approach uh, the front of the caravan, you see sitting on her camel, Harundi, um, sort of directing um, some of the clear cart crew, the dwarven miners who are in charge of clearing debris from out of the way of the caravan. She's kind of giving them orders as they seem to be chipping away at something in front of the wagon while um, a familiar face, Marcus, speaks to this very large, broad-shouldered man in a green cloak. And he kind of, as you guys sort of run up, Marcus kind of, like... Hey, Marcus! Oh. Oh. Well, hello. (laughs) I didn't didn't expect to see any of you here. Yeah, we decided we were going to try and take this way out of the city. Yeah, well, we've... uh, hit a bit of a snag, it seems, and he kind of looks over, and you can see that the miners are, with, like, pickaxes and sledgehammers, like, breaking up this thick pane of glass that seems to coat part of the trail ahead. What is this? And they're, like, kind of smashing it up and then, like, clearing it aside. And Mark is like, I have, I have no idea. I don't, I don't know what this is. Um, is there anything I can do to help at least um, the big guy in the green cloak says I was thinking about heading up there and checking it out if you all wanted to come with me and then Harundi kind of like wheels back on on her camel and she's like we'll keep trying to break this up we need people to go ahead and see what the problem is and the 
green-clad fellow starts kind of trudging ahead, and Marcus kind of, like, looks at you guys kind of hesitantly for a second, and then is like, I'm going, and starts walking ahead. We should probably get everyone else, I guess. You, you go with them, I'll, I can run back and All right. see what everyone else is thinking. All right. So you start plotting ahead yep. with uh, Marcus and the uh, big guy that introduces himself as John Cook. And Ally runs back to the cart. <laughs> uh, uh, well, there's some kind of blockage up there. Uh, they're looking for people to go ahead and figure out what caused it or something. If you guys want to go, Lex and some of the others are going. A, a blockage? Like like a rock fall or something? Uh, no, it was like glass on the road or something. What? Yeah. Glass. That's strange uh and i'll like hitch the horses just time to yeah and i'll get down finch yeah scrammy's like you're you're heading up you're heading up heading up to the front yeah i'll watch the ponies in the wagon for you thank you mr finch you're so nice mr no well you know you know hellish place like this it pays to put a smile on i like him okay Oh, he's seen stuff. Eric, <laughs> are you coming? Yep. Okay. All right. So the four of you all sort of race ahead, um, catching can I, up. What? Can I see the, the glass first? Yeah, it's. We have to go buy it to go. Yeah, I mean, so again, the, these these clear cart guys with Harundi kind of like watching over them, um, it, pretty quickly too. Just in kind of the brief moments that you've sort of interact like. You're starting to kind of see how this wagon train like operates. So you've got Scramney Finch, who's in charge of like maintenance and making sure the wagons can continue what, doing what they're doing. Um, Harundi, um, her job seems to be to essentially make sure that the uh, pathway is clear and that the uh, wagons have uh, accessible route to reach their destination you can see her kind of jotting things down in the logbook as she's watching these miners kind of smash up this thick pane of glass um and then uh you get the idea that both the soldiers as well as the mercenaries are essentially charged with taking care of any type of dangerous problems that may hamper uh the uh journey southward um but it is when you kind of look at the glasses, they, again, smash it up, and they're kind of, like, brushing it off to the side and, and kind of smash it down into smaller pieces. Um, but it looks to be, like, like an inch or two thick. Um, and it's kind of this almost kind of, like, milky white glass. I look around. Like, does it look? Hmm, I don't know how to. And it continues down the path. Okay. And, and, and just so you guys are aware, too, this canyon seems to kind of you know, curve back and forth. It's hard to get kind of a straight line of sight. Um, you're never like looking down this vast long canyon. It ends in walls and turns. And Have I ever seen anything like it before or like heard of anything like it before? Uh, make a nature check. Nature check. Are any of the guards or mercenaries moving? They're, they seem to be like sticking, like Close our job is to stick to the wagons here. 16? 16. Nothing that you've ever heard of. I mean, you're familiar with glass. It looks like glass. It's definitely glass. Um, it's a different kind of glass, but you're not really sure of anything that would make this. Uh, uh, just to, what? 
Um, <laughs> and sorry, if you already uh, described it. No. Is it jagged or is it kind of like bubbled? Um, it's pretty smooth. Okay. Actually. So it look so the walls are all red rock, right? And the, the ground is like white, white sand. sand. Does it look like this glass kind of smashed up? Um, is what makes this sand? It sort of looks like there was some sort of reaction that took place that causes the sand to turn into this glass. It's a dragon flying overhead and just breathes fire down. <laughs> yeah, but it's about the covenant. I would say the, the, the glass pane that kind of stretches down the canyon is probably about four feet wide. Four, five is there feet-ish. Sand on the other side of it? Mm-hmm. Continue to scramble up after the yep. direction they went then. Yeah, You're and involved. you guys, you know, quickly make your way up behind um, Lex, Marcus, and John Cook. <laughs> Mr. Cook. And um, Marcus, again, kind of hearing the noise, kind of like <laughs> spins around. It's like, <laughs> what are you? You're all okay. And just kind of like, he's like, I'm glad you're all here. <laughs> he says that. He kind of whispers that to you as um, everyone's running up. I just kind of wave at him as we come up. All right. <laughs> and the big guy says, are these friends of yours? Uh, yeah, yeah, they are. I, I, I trust them. It's good that they're here. It's like, Who is you he? say so. Old oh. friend. You're friends with the guards? At least one. We helped them have a bit of a tight spot. Okay. Saved my life is what they did. Okay. That was fine. Okay. Uh, and he goes, everyone, this is John Cook. He's with the, the Green Neck Company. Oh. Hi, John Cook. He's gonna give you a nod and keeps walking. What's the Green Are Neck you Company? Or or Make a history check. Okay. I want to tell him that. You can't okay. stop me. John Cook. Yeah, yeah. Or you have this guy. No, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, this is something you might know. 17. Yeah. Uh, the Green Neck Company is a uh, pretty well-known mercenary group. Um, they typically tend to do, like, caravans and um, traveling-type work uh, more than the, uh, you know hired muscle in a city type thing. They uh, guard caravans and people traveling throughout the kingdom. And Are they like elite or um, not quite there yet? They're, I mean, they're, they're well known. Um, they have a mixed reputation. They do the job, but they're not afraid to cut corners. And I mean, at the end of the day, they're mercenaries. They're mm-hmm. in it for the money. Um, Is he cute? Um, kind of like a. Do uh, you gotta roll the d10 for this? <laughs> you know, maybe like a like a uh, got like a hot dad vibe going on. Does he look like Falcon? <laughs> you say he looks like Hugh Jackman. How's that? <laughs> oh, there you go. It's yeah. So, um, let's let's clear the massive caravan oh. here. <laughs> no, yeah, leave the leave the rocks. Leave the rocks. 
Just, just, just no horses. Not the Tidal horses. Oh, right. And Everybody. a tsunami comes and washes all the wagons away, apparently. So you all kind of come around the corner again, following this trail of glass. And I would say you've probably moved about like 300 feet or so at this point up ahead. Um, and you come around the corner, and what you see, almost like glinting in the sun, is this massive multicolored shell on the back of the biggest snail you've ever seen just plodding down the pathway and as it moves you can see the sand sort of harden up and firm up and crystallize underneath it um, and beyond this the shell you can see these almost tentacle antenna like protrusions kind of bobbing about with these large, glistening, silver, mace-like spikes on the end of each one. And it's just kind of like very slowly plodding ahead. As we see this, I'm going to cast Mage Armor on myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and so grab my dagger and... Should, should we report back? Do anyone know what this is? I was kind of hoping someone did. Marcus says, I've, I don't know what this is, but if if we report back, the thing's just going to keep moving forward. It's just going to keep making more of this stuff that we have to clear. Well, it's not going that fast. It's more... Harundi wanted us to take care of it. I feel like we should just... I, I don't even know what this is. I don't even know how to take care of this. John Cook, what do you know? And well... That shell looks like it might be, uh, worth something. I mean, it looks like a big old snail. It looks adorable. That thing can hurt a fly. Look at it. And he just kind of, like, steps aside and he's just like, be my guest. It's, it's pretty big. Maybe we can... The, 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 the these, they look a little... dangerous. Can't we just go around it? I was about to say, like, snails can climb things. What if we try and lead it up somewhere and off the road? Do we have any salt? I don't think I have enough salt for that, no. I don't have anything. I have chalk. <laughs> Draw lime. <laughs> Sand. To get the power. I dare you to cross it. <laughs> well, it's the only way we can go forward getting rid of it. I, Unless we can turn it off and have it climb the wall. Do we see it like come where it came where it started initially? Did it look like it came off a wall and Um actually yeah, you guys appear. you guys probably would have Yeah, I mean you guys would have I probably should have mentioned you guys would have seen sort of a similar glass sort of looking thing almost kind of coming down the side of the canyon so i could maybe try and climb up well i guess how sheer are the cliffs how tall are the cliffs i have this rope uh through this area they're probably about 40 feet high you cannot jump that high Um, i can't jump that high. they're not sheer but they are fairly vertical but i would say you could you could climb them it'd be tough though okay I can try and Wait, how get... how tall did you say the 
thought they were like 40, 40, 40 to 60 feet. feet in different spots. The rope is like 60 feet long. 50 knotted. Mm-hmm. I could send this rope up if you wanted to go up. Oh, yeah, that works. Well, why do you want to go up? I figure maybe if I try and lead it up, up out of the canyon, we can just <coughs> turn it away from here and I'll just jump back down to you guys. Piss it off and get it to follow you? Yeah, I think go I'm pretty good at it. that. I should Worth go with shot. you. I have more range than you do. Okay, I command my. We are getting we're getting close to this. Well, maybe if we go like up here and then like walk forward like alongside it and then like get in front of it instead of like you know making it turn around towards us. In front. Cast major on myself. Oh, you too, huh? I would rather. He looks harmless, but just in case, maybe. I mean, the maces on his face kind of make me think he's not harmless, so I'd rather just turn him off of the road instead of fighting. He's Meanwhile, Eric's standing there, and you guys see is this rope, sort of like, he's holding one end of a rope, and it just kind of like uncoils from his pack and just starts <laughs> up the side of the uh, cliff. Takes about 30 seconds for it to go all the way up. Oh, goodness. Uh, I'll poof how me into existence, I'll turn around and Tell homie to go grab the end of the rope and fly it the rest of the way. Okay. Eric, would you be willing to go up? No. Okay. Ty, do you think you can climb it? I'm going to stay and watch, yeah. too. <laughs> can somebody roll D100 for me? I don't think I could climb that rope anyways. I mean, you get an advantage. 72. Tie to the bottom right. of the rope and then pull you up. <laughs> Damn, another sandstorm. <laughs> I swear to God. So Helmy uh, <laughs> successfully takes the rope and finds a place where the rope, I would assume you guys would want it to kind of like knot and wedge itself into a spot, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I tell it to fasten itself securely to an object up there. Alright. The rope does does help you climb it. It makes it as easy as possible if you want to try to go up. Yeah, you, as, and as she says that, it kind of like knots itself and intervals all the way up. I'm good. Well, here you guys go. Have Since, fun. Well, if you're going up, just, I mean, Griffins, you'll be sitting ducks up there. Just be careful. There were okay. several flying overhead not that long ago. Maybe they'll fight this snail. Griffins love us. I don't know how any... I, griffins picking on something like that doesn't seem it's all probably that actually why it's down here. We'll be careful. We'll get back down if anything uh, comes after us. Yeah, he can jump the whole way down. Yeah. You see John Cook just kind of like wing out this massive crossbow from underneath his cloak, and he just kind of like pulls it back with one hand and notches a bolt in it, and he says, Good luck. Una. Yeah. Be careful. I... Completely will. I am not going up top because I've read many books on griffins, and although they are majestic and amazing creatures, they will tear me to shreds. They will definitely do that. Yes, they will do that. And I'll ah, good times, good times. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> once we get up there, I'm just going to stand guard for griffins. So one of you guys kind of put yourselves up there, wherever you're going to be. How far away did we stop? <clears throat> I mean, I don't know how how close are you guys getting to it. Those how, of you that are is it like foot, a, probably. Like a hill that looks down at it, like what are we um, coming or on a curve? This is pretty flat right here, um, and it's plugging forward at about you know it's got a moving speed of like ten feet. Wow! Oh. So it's kind of just slowly plodding forward. 
<laughs> faster than that sucker. Okay, it's not really that much taller. <laughs> I was just trying to make it taller because we're supposed to be up higher. Mm -hmm. oh. can... We need more just... rocks. Here, bushes. No, I bushes. <laughs> not, the, not, the, not the poop bush. <laughs> Safety. Um, so yeah, we'll probably be like 45 to 60 feet back, right? Yeah. I'll be a slight distance. So, <laughs> put me like, what, it's 12 feet behind here. And you know how tall it is. <laughs> and Helmy is here? Yep. Here? Okay. Alright, right. and tall. then here is, uh, and then Good. Marcus. We don't want to see any of them. And here's John Cook. Oh, you're putting the... Oh, it's gonna be right in your face. <laughs> I'm new. Just put it in front of my face. I'm gonna walk about thirty feet away from Kaya, and then just keep looking overhead. Okay. Uh, yeah. Make a uh, make a perception check. I don't. Want, I'm not trusting the stripper die. Oh, uh, maybe the stripper die would be better. <laughs> The affectionate dice things at this table. They get me every time. There's a story there. Um, five. Five. Um, you don't see <laughs> anything. Um, but getting up to this height now, um, you're kind of presented with a very similar to sight to what you saw um, when you went to Brother Briars. Like this flat, cracked, mm -hmm. desolate landscape where... The only thing that kind of breaks up the view are the different levels of the flat-topped, like, mountainous area in the horizon. Um, and you can see uh, off to the east where that massive kind of cave-in almost kind of looked like. You can see that, but it continues on and on. Um, okay. Uh, like I said, I'm going to just kind of walk about 30 feet away from Kyle. Mm -hmm. Just call back to him. like, all right. So just let me know if you... Anything starts getting weird, and so I'm just gonna have my sword drawn. Oops, uh -huh. and then just kind of like go into like breathing <laughs> exercises and I'm out. just kind of get myself ready just in case something does try to jump out at us. Okay, okay. I thought yeah, I was like, are you about to jump off this cliff? Ring of jumping. Think what I am? Aim for the bushes. <laughs> there goes my. Um, thinking back, I was just talking about that movie the other day. With that's a great one. <laughs> thinking back to my time in the hut with the bug-loving dwarf, I'm going to. The first thing I'm going to attempt to do is I'm going to press to digitate the scent of like lettuce. Okay. And I'm gonna have Helmy flap his wings really hard so it goes <laughs> down in the direction of the snail just to see if anything happens. Just to see if it eats foliage. Why does have it smell? Yes, what it does. I'm gonna look up what snails eat. <laughs> Snail diet. I think they're like what do they eat? It's like garden pests. Anyway. So oh, okay. Leaves, stems, plant crops, bark, and fruits. Depends on the type of snail. It could be a carnivorous yeah. snail. Yeah, there are the venomous ones. This, see, this is why I'm trying the scent of leaf first. Yeah. Um, make a um. Mm -hmm. To kill other snails. I don't know what would. Make a uh, so make an arcana check to try to kind of like direct. You're trying to direct this magical effect to a certain area. Soft twenty. Okay. 
reaction table. Let's use that. I arcane some a little. The it kind of you see its head kind of like rise up, kind of turn and turn. <laughs> yeah, and its antennas kind of like cluster up like at the top of its head. Like and then it just kind of slunks back down and keeps plodding forward. When the antennas like cluster up, like do they think together and like? Oh yeah, like, like they're yeah, they're they. They're the size of large maces. Well, yeah, size. I was hoping like they were like soft and squishy. <laughs> they're just yeah, cash balls. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a natural like, evolution to appeal appeal like maces. No. They're not really maces. Yeah. So, like, you get hit by one and it's like, oh, that's so nice. They're actually landmines. <laughs> Should we, like, yell at it and see if it comes this way? Or should we, like... Do you speak snail? I do not speak snail. Uh, I did not know that they had a language. I'm just kind of guessing. I don't think it speaks. Um, I could, like, throw some fire over its head behind it. I don't know if that would make it run this way or that way, though. Is there a rock by me? Oh, yeah. There's plenty. There's, Are they yeah, there's lots of rocks. Anything up there? I'll pick one up. Okay. Are you waiting for them to do something? Um, I'm I just going to try so. and aim at its oh. shell. Alright, roll on attack. <laughs> Shatters. <laughs> Kills it. <laughs> Alright, so it wasn't that big of a deal after all. Nope, not one. Oh my god. Uh, as the rock sort of flies and just completely whiffs over the top of the snail, it just... <laughs> into its shell. Huh. And well, it stops, it. stops moving. <laughs> oh, that sucks. And you guys just see his Lex is just like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, can we roll it out of the way or? Did you? Well, mean I would. I didn't mean us. But <laughs> she looks pretty big. She Did might. Did you be able mean to do, do that? that? I was pretending I didn't hear that. Oh, I think it's our plan. I think it's our, our, our time to go. What if we just keep throwing rocks at it and then it'll stay there and we can get past? Yeah, but then what if it like? I'll pick up a rock. Okay. You know, stops. I'll throw a rock at it. Roll attack. Please nat 20 this. I don't know. Is it strength or what? For throwing a rock? Uh, Just add your dex. 14. Yeah, yeah just kind of... <laughs> just bounce this off the shell. Does it make a sound? Does it move at all? Um, You know that sound when you like skip a rock off the ice? Like that kind of like, like the oh. kind of like it's it's definitely an unexpected sort of noise that kind of echoes through the canyon a bit, um, and you all hear it, but it doesn't. The snail's not moving. Hey, hey, John. Uh, looks yeah. like they uh, have no idea what they're doing up there. You want to like hit it once? Yeah. I don't think bugs like fire. I think I can. I'll take a shot at it, I guess. Okay, I'll move up with him, too. Oh, he's going to shoot I guess you can try it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought, for some reason, yeah. yeah. And he just kind of takes aim. Oh. <laughs> and it just kind of skips into the sand near it. He's just like, damn, rusty. And starts loading up another one. But the snail's just like, it's not moving. And Marcus is like, okay, well, we've... It's not moving anymore, but it's still in the way. I'm going to 
grab my dagger and bring up a firebolt. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to throw fire at it and see if that has any different effect. Roll attack. Mess. Now roll 21. again. Oh. Not as good. Eight. Roll d6. Roll a d6. Oh no, does it bounce off? This is off? the weirdest. Four. It kind of just hits the shell and like disperses across across it, and it kind of like glitters and lights up and then fades. Um. Well, that is absolutely not what I was expecting to happen. Oh, no. Um. Did. John Cook kind of looks and says, did you see that? I'm telling you, that shell, it's got to be worth something. I say we just run up there. It's a snail. Let's just dig it out of there. Dig it out. Did you see its face? That's card no. Can we just look? How about we just go up That's really quietly no. and just move it gently to the side? I need spinach. Hey, uh, I'm... It's much the same as a griffin to me. If it can feed a family, then if the shell's worth something. I think they eat snails somewhere. I don't know if. Well, they... Sure. Are you yeah, yelling now? <laughs> <laughs> they eat snails somewhere. I don't know if that's helpful context. The box but... of it's probably very acoustically yeah, subtle. It probably is. They want us to kill it. Well, did it? Get my sling ready. Well, so much for my idea. What was your idea? Try and lead it out of here so we don't have to fight it. Well, it doesn't seem to care that we're up here. It seems to be more afraid of us than... Oh, no. I don't... If it, things go south, at least we'll be able to get away from it. It doesn't seem to move very quickly. Yeah, I mean, if we piss it off enough, then we run up the... If things go south... <laughs> Did it look sticky? The snail? Yeah. I mean, no one's hit the snail. <laughs> Did it look sticky while it was out? Was it all well, like glistening? Gross. Uh, it, it was like, very snail-like. Like it had like a, a glistening, almost kind of um, bumpy yellow, fleshy body. Yeah. I'm not punching it. Last time I punched something, it hurt. <laughs> I'm gonna try one more thing. See if maybe we can get some other reaction other than it just doesn't do anything. I'm gonna maybe start. they can chase it towards us. And I throw some rations in front of the snail. <laughs> <laughs> Why not waste our food? <laughs> yeah. I got more snail food. You see one of the mace-like antennas pop out from the uh, inside the shell and sort of like tap around on the ground and then right back in. Alright, I'm gonna no, start sneaking up. You sneak up? Yeah. I'm gonna go with you. Alright, both of you roll uh, stealth checks. Well, they're gonna. Looks like they're just gonna try attacking it now. 15. Who says the tag? I'm just sneaking out. I'm just gonna cut the shell? That's what Oh, that's oh. right. Yeah. I forgot, you can just pocket it. Uh, stealth is 24. This is a good stealth. 24 and 15? The monk's stealthier than the rogue. I think he's got higher decks than you. Yeah. yeah. All right, much higher. <laughs> so how, what are you guys, are you like running up and like touching it and giggling and running away? <laughs> <laughs> like, what Let's you, do that. Let's do that. <laughs> what are you guys, what are you guys doing uh, as you approach? I kind of just like trying to get up close to it to like 
see how far up in its shell it is. Uh, see if, how close I can get without any reaction. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a shell opaque, or is it just... It's colors. It's multicolored. Yeah, the, the shell is like this... like, um, And almost like as you kind of like shift your gaze and move, it seems to change colors from almost oh, like red awesome. and yeah, green and blue. Okay. Um, Metallic, too. As the two of you approach... The shooting out from underneath the snail shell, the five mace-like antennas burst out, extending much farther than you thought they could originally. Uh, Everyone uh, will roll initiative now. Wow, I can't believe you crushed that rock while we were sneaking up on it. Wow. (laughs) Just wow. It's almost like it could sense... Tremors in the ground. Oh, what? No, That's don't have, real weird. Things don't have blind sense. <laughs> no, Tremor sense. You mean sense? Um, tomato? Tomato. Tomato. Okay. You say tomato. I say tomato. I got a seven. Well, don't tell me yet. I'm not ready. Well, I feel like I you're usually also got the seven. <laughs> you guys can you tell each other. Don't tell me. Oh man, dude. <laughs> All right, you go first. <laughs> I'll stand here and take this. Yeah. Okay. I hope I'm... you jump down, leading with your sword. It won't be soon. I mean, <laughs> neither will I go soon. So. <laughs> The colors are really pretty, though, aren't they? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> is just like, ooh. Could've gone with the duck. Jeez. I could've gone okay. with the duck. <laughs> uh, the duck socks. 20 to 25. <laughs> 15 to 20? Uh, 18. There we go. Oh, I didn't roll for helmet. You said about duck sauce. Duck socks. <laughs> Duck sauce. Barbara like, Streisand. Uh, 10 to 15. Numbers, I don't know what his, his. I don't know what these numbers mean. Uh, one will be um, uh, Marcus. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Two will be John Cook. Three. <laughs> what are we, Griffin? This is the snail. The shell boy. Um, five to ten. Seven. Oh, seven. Seven. So you have a high, the highest dex, and then you, and then you probably. Yep. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm assuming so. I'm assuming it as well. Let's try to get everyone in this party Lex, has dex what did you get? <laughs> That's worse than Helmy? Yep. <laughs> Lex, you can hang out for a while. Okay. Alright, Kyle. Um, the thing is still in its shell. Except for the maces? Yeah. I'm just going to grab my dagger again and cast a firebolt at the maces then, I guess. Alright. Where they meet shell, I suppose. Roll disadvantage. Well, they're the same, but I still don't think they hit 13. Roll d6. Six. Alright, so as this moat of fire comes shooting down off of the cliffside, uh, it strikes into the shell of the snail, and again, that kind of like warbling, scintillating shell uh, of colors moves as the firebolt hits it. 
and energy shoots out from it. Uh, I need both of you to make constitution saving throws. Let's not do that again. (laughs) Oh, oh no. 15, 17. Okay. Um, Both of you save uh, and you take two force damage as you kind of get knocked just briefly by um, like this almost like concussive like impact that bursts out from this shell. I I look at Lex and go (laughs) I guess don't do that anymore. Um, Alright, so I said Marcus and then John Cook, right? So Marcus is just going to charge forward. (laughs) Marcus, don't be a hero! Um, And he is going to um, What has he got on him? Watch it! So Marcus is carrying some spears, guys. Marcus is carrying spears. Okay. Um, okay. Huck him, my boy. He's gonna chuck a spear. Ooh. You do not like me at all. Look at Marcus. Um, so, like, running, and he just, like, this her- Herculean toss with this spear. Um, and it actually strikes and... The two of you can see this crack in the shell form as the spear kind of bounces off of it, and you hear this muffled like from inside the shell. Marcus, did someone go missing from the? <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Uh, Just high pitch, like yeah, like a, a, t- a tiny little muffled scream. Um, all right. Uh, now it is John Cook's turn. Who's going to? Not last time either. He's going to step forward a bit it was, but and right. fire a crossbow bolt like... <laughs> and completely misses. God, just shoots over the top of it. Useless. Um, can we I can dance. The <laughs> snail sort of its shell just kind of like turns in the sand, and out of the dark little hole, the flails, like, reach out, and five of them uh, swing (laughs) at uh, you three times, and you two times. So, Ally, we're gonna do you first. Uh, That is... Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? This isn't anywhere. That's a ten. That's a twenty-one. And an eighteen. Uh, last two hit. Doing only six bludgeoning damage. Rolled pretty bad as they... Only kind of six? Is that what you just said? Mm-hmm. I heard 26 to begin with, and I was like... Oh! <laughs> I heard 96, and I was like, I miss her. And then two at Era. Um, both of those are 15s. Hit? Yeah. Oh, um, seven plus six. Uh, that is thirteen dam- bludgeoning damage to you as these antenna-like large maces just crack into your body, um, almost like they're their own limb on this creature, acting independently of the rest. Um, is it out of its shell now? No, it's still hanging. Definitely it's still sitting into in the its body. shell. Uh, all right. Uh, ally then Aaron. Uh, okay. I'm gonna punch the shell. Alright. 
Roll attack. We're in the sun, right? Yep. Between the two 40-foot? Uh, 12. Uh, 12 does not hit. Okay. I will bonus action punch it again. Alright. Uh, 18. 18 does not hit. As you're punching at this thing, and it just is... Your fists are impacting hard, but it is a rock-hard shell. You know, you've cracked open your fair share of, like, clam shells, you know... And uh, this is not, and you've eaten some snails before. This is not a regular old snail shell. Anything else? All right. Uh, Eric, then Una. Uh, I am going to, I assume, bonus action disengage. Okay. Uh, back. <laughs> Put it up there. Okay. Uh, and then. Plink it with my sharp bow. Alright, roll attack. And the flushy bits. Nat 20. Nat 20? Yay. Nice. So, 6, 9, 14. Sneak attack 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, max, and that's max damage on that. So, you max damage on your initial attack, yeah, max damage on the uh, sneak attack. Oh. And then. 26. 31 total. Four. All right. Very nice. Um, you kind of like ducking down behind Marcus. You aim up and you're just looking for this tiny bit of an opening at the bottom of this creature's shell. And you fire and the, the arrow kind of like, like almost whistles along the glass trail and disappears inside of it. And it's just, you hear this, this scream <laughs> noise just echo through the canyon. Um... It's still sitting in a shell, though. Take notes, John Cook. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why not? Why? Yeah, because he's missed every time. You don't want to get him pissed at me, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I know you don't. Know. Uh, I can't get up there. I don't think, and I'll die if I go up there. Um, That's fine. Okay, that is not what I thought it was. I'm going to... Mm, like there's a little hole where the maces are coming out of. Yes. I'm just gonna firebolt it. Okay, we'll attack. With disadvantage. That's that. What do you think the better mage is? Fruit. Oh, nope. That's a 10. Roll d6. Two. Alright. Um six is bad. It wasn't So as you fire, you see the mode of, of flame go and then it goes and whizzes between Marcus and John Cook who just kinda of watch it and it strikes into you, roll damage on your fireball. My goodness. That's worse. Yeah. Two. Two. So you take two fire damage from your own firebolt. <laughs> I, 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 I said it was harmless, it's not harmless. It's not <laughs> Pretty sure that was you hitting yourself. <laughs> I'm just gonna stare at her from up on the rock, like. <laughs> All right, Helmy then Lex. I guess you're a little better at that. <laughs> I'm gonna have Helmy go give Eli uh, a help action. Okay. He can reach from here, I think. Flying forty feet down. Yeah, he's got 60 feet, I think. Yeah, he so. can get there, then. Yep. 
Okay. Well, he's got 60 feet, so he's going to give you the help action so you don't have disadvantage next time you roll. I could have All right. Lex. Kai, do you want down the uh, cliff? No, nope, I think I'm going to stay here. Okay, I'm going to use my action to basically dash climb down the cliff. Okay. You're going to jump. Um, are you taking the, are you using the rope? Or are you just climbing down the cliff? I was just going to climb down the cliff. Okay. You have put it down and jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're able to get down. Um, Could I like, as a bonus action, use the ring to like jump away from the cliff too? No, no, no. Oh, I can only move my. I can only move yeah. to sixty feet anyway, so it'd be like thirty feet down, and I try and jump and over. And you were like thirty feet in front of me, so yeah, yeah. I'm. Just, you're you're down in the sand now. All right. Next time, Kaya. Um, you gonna blow lettuce air at it? Uh, uh. I'm gonna think back. I'm gonna think back to our friend Bless and the things that she did, and I'm gonna grab my dagger. And I'm gonna hesitantly try this for the first time, and I'm going to toll the dead at at the stale. <laughs> I'm pretty okay. sure it's our dead friend. What's your What's the DC? It's only fourteen. Uh, what kind? Uh, Dex, right? Probably. Wisdom. Wisdom. Okay, I'm thinking sacred flame. Please don't be wise, it's a snail. Please don't be wise, it's a snail. So you hear this muffled inside of the shell. (laughs) Roll damage. Inside the shell? Has it been damaged? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a 12? A d12? Yeah. 10 necrotic damage? damage Yeah. Jesus. Just making sure. All right. Because there's something Uh, in there, and I don't know if it's. Yeah, I hit the person in there, not the snail. Um, yeah, and uh, I don't think it was a person. I think it's a there's, snail. Yeah, like. There's now you guys can see uh, at well, Ally, you can definitely see it, and Kyle, maybe you too. You can see this deep red blood start to just kind of pour out of the snail. Pour like out of the hole, yeah, like it's like gushing, yeah, gross, yeah. And again, this like screaming noise accompanies it. Oh, the snail? The screaming noise. Is it like a really human sounding scream or like an animal scream? It's a squeal of pain. Right, but does it sound like a, 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 a creature or a person? It sounds like a horrible screaming noise. <laughs> <can't> okay. <laughs> uh, and then I'm gonna. Because you've never heard a furbled scream. You don't know what they sound like. No. You know, things can sound different. Well, I can well, this one right now and figure oh, crap, out what the screams are. We just heard one scream as a fireball hit her face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they sound like wooden screaming or, or like a griffin. No. Um, all right. Uh, and then I'm going to stay there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> John Cook go. is going to run forward. That's, and that's Marcus. Marcus. And Marcus is going to run forward and try to... Stab it, and he just kind of just bounces off of the shell. Uh, John Cook, loading up his crossbow, takes a shot, uh, and again he hits it this time, but the bolt just ricochets off of the shell. Closer. Um, uh, I need everyone within a thirty-foot radius 
to make a. Yes. Wisdom saving throw as the shell just starts to like. There's this humming noise that builds and then unleashes as light just shoots out from it and. Oh yeah, helmet. Oh no. You almost missed. It's a wisdom saving throw. Four. 17? Yeah, 17. Oh, you're not. Wait, 30 feet. How many? Yeah, perfect. He's out. 35 feet out. Oh, okay. And I need to roll four. Schmarcos. Okay. So, um, as this light bursts out, what did Helmy roll? 14. 14. Helmy, Lex, and Marcus, you are all stunned in this light. Um, everyone else within 30 feet, so including you, you have disadvantage on any attacks. Oh. Um, which you already did. Oh, it's gonna be not that. Yes. It's gonna be evil. Well, um, but is, the snail is going yeah. to once it's again straight roll. lash out with. Oh yeah, because he already uses. Yep, because his yeah. health action was last turn. It is going to lash out at uh, Marcus and Ally. Um, it's going to try to hit Marcus three times and you two times, but you're not stunned, so it doesn't have an advantage against you. So I'll do you first. Uh, that is a 12 and a 10, neither of which hits. So sand goes flying as these mace-like antennas smash down on the ground and Ally definitely jumps out of the way. Um, first one against Marcus. That is a 12, which does not hit. Third one is going to hit, or second one's gonna hit. Uh, and the third one is going to hit. So that does 5 plus 6. That is 11. Marcus just gets smacked and he looks like he gets clocked twice in the head and you can see like nose bleeding, a tooth going flying and he's just kind of like standing there like completely dazed but still barely standing. Um, I swear to God, if one of you throws a firebolt... Marcus, get out of here. <laughs> what are you doing? You know, he's just standing there. <laughs> like, in this bright, emanating light. Um, all right, uh, Eric. Ally? Ally. <laughs> God, do you do? I just want to say... I just want to say... Like, why are you looking at me? <laughs> uh, can I see anything other than the show? No, just, uh, I mean, even in the the light, like, trying to punch the antennas, um, you can can give it a shot. This AC is going to stay the same. Mm -hmm. Gushing blood. You're going to slip. Yeah, just punch a shell then again. Punch a shell. Uh... 19. 19. 19. 19. Misses. Okay. Uh, 22. 22 hits. Yeah. You follow up and a punch in the same exact spot, and this time you can feel it give way a little bit underneath your fist. Six damage. Six damage. It's still kicking. I like how that dice roll is. But just barely. I know. Just (laughs) barely is it still alive. Uh, Eric. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, move behind Una. Um, 
bonus action hide. Okay. I'm gonna oh, something. What the hell? Oh, there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, that sounded like a journey. <laughs> well, it was like in the middle of the thing, just sitting on it, like in between numbers, and then it was like. <laughs> uh, 16 to hide. 16 to hide? Okay, yes. <laughs> You're crouching behind the big old fur bowl. I don't know if, like, the disadvantage gets means I don't get it, but... <laughs> yep, that's awesome. Uh, 10. 10. The arrow flying just skips off the shell. Uh, Una. Um, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm going to move on the Cast Firebolt. Don't come closer. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> um, and I'm going to spend one point, and Marcus just gets healed for one d eight. All right. <laughs> it's four points of healing. What does it look like when you heal somebody? In this case, nothing. I basically just put my hand in his shoulder, and he gets a little bit healed. But he's still like, ah, yeah. in the bright light, <laughs> not moving. <laughs> you can see, like, the, the, like, the blood slows. A tooth grows back. <laughs> the face oh, kind of closes up. His <laughs> eye kind of Horrible crunching noise. <laughs> <laughs> and it just kind of screams. <laughs> but that's because of the light. Yes. Uh, Helmy. He is stunned? Yes. So what does he? What can he do? I don't think he can do anything. No, nope, just kind of hanging out midair, actually on the ground. I, I don't know what the stun actually does. <laughs> Incapacitates you for a turn. Uh, yeah, incapacitated and can't move. Speaks falteringly. Auto fails. Strength and dex saves. Well, he can still use the health action then. So he's just going to use the health action again. Yeah, he's going to hoot angrily in the direction of the snail or peck of its shell or whatever. He clucks falteringly. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Alright, uh, Lex, you are stunned. Alright. Um, so I guess that's... I'm, there's not much I can do from here. On your character sheet. You just can't move. You can't Alex? move? Yeah, I know it's like... Yeah. Now that you say that. Don't you dare I'm already committed. I'm not raging yet. Ah, <laughs> uh, um... I'm just trying. Uh, basically, I'm just trying to blink. Uh, my uh, my eyes away. Uh, try and regain some sight there. I guess. Oh no, you can't use the action. Yeah, yeah. and uh, well, I'll hold an act, hold an attack action if it gets close. You can't. So this little cheat sheet thing. Can you, you can you do anything? If you're incapacitated, you can't take actions or bonus actions. So you're oh. stunned, like stunned, yeah. is and incapacitated. If you're, yeah. Okay. If you're stunned, right. you can't. You are. Oh, incapacitated and can't move. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Helmy also can't do help action. Okay. I can't do help action. So I just do I does it fall off next turn or you'll see. Okay. I mean, it's still like just blazing light. Alright, well I guess that's my turn. Okay. I don't do um, Kaya. Um I'm going to grab my dagger, move it in a different motion, and I'm going to cast magic missile at second level. Five, three, eight, ten damage, force damage in the hole or at the snail, whichever. Great auto hit. Hold on. Wait, wait, unless there's two targets, in which case you have to tell me now. <laughs> Straight to the snail. Roll damage. Right in its ten, ten force damage. 
So these little beams of light go shooting down and up inside of this shell where, again, you can hear this muffled screaming that then fades as this black Icarus goo just kind of like kind of like pours out of the shell and the metal mace-like antennae just kind of fall into the ground and the shell topples over. That worked. Well done. Are we done. safe? Are we safe? There's your shell, John, if you want to go get it. Is it... The black ichor, did it look like blood, just not like the same blood? It looked like, uh... It looked like when the snail died, whatever was holding its body together kind of... dematerialized. I'll just shake Marcus. Like, please, you know, be done. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they're... He's like, oh... I'm, oh. I'm coming down now. <laughs> Can I, like, see what's in the shell? Yeah, kind of, like, peeking inside of it. It's, like, completely hollow. <laughs> I'm gonna go in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's big enough for you to just, like, almost, like, stroll into. <laughs> Can I, like, knock on it? Mm-hmm. Does it make, like, a... Yep. I'll come over and I'll climb down the rope. Thank Nothing you. else in there? Just an empty shell? Just an empty shell. And, uh, Do I shake off stun? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're all unstunned nope. at this point. Um, and uh, John Cook kind of walks up and says, Well, if you said I can take the shell, I'll take the shell. And he grabs it and he goes... <laughs> can I try and lift the shell? Yes, make an athletics check. Can I help you? Sure. Are you... Are you rolling too, or having me roll with advantage? You roll with advantage. God, I can't roll today. <laughs> Ten. Ten? Oh no, sorry, eleven. Eleven. Um, Thought that was a one. What is your strength score overall? Eighteen. Eighteen. You do manage to move the shell. Okay. But it is fairly heavy, and the ground is not giving you the best sort of traction for dragging this thing. It feels like it weighs about 250 pounds. I can drag or lift 800 pounds. <laughs> oh, you're a furball. <laughs> oh, that's right. What so was... yeah, I guess, uh, as you both tug on it, you just kind of easily glide it along. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm trying to find out what my... Push-pull yeah, lift is. Push yeah, my push-pull uh, lift is 540, so... Okay. Yeah. Where, where's that at? Is that just in d Beyond? It's in Encumbrance. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Cool. Wait, how? Yeah. No. So you, you guys are was? you guys are able to. Yeah, I can move it myself. <laughs> you guys are able to actually easily drag it um, through the sand as I can. John Cook is like, but hey, that's that's still gonna be mine, right? <laughs> I mean, can you drag it? I don't have any support. <laughs> I'll get some guys up here if you want to leave it. I'll tap. leave it. What? what uh, can I? Can I, I mean, it? yeah. It's very pretty. If I go look at the shell, like, what does it seem to be made out of? Uh, make an investigation check. Can I use my passive? <laughs> That's actually pretty much the same thing. Is it the same thing? It is. 21. Okay. Um, as you kind of, like, put your hands on it, um, and Lex, actually, you probably would have felt this as well. Oh, good. It almost seems to have, like, this 
neutralizing effect to the magic that courses through your body. And when you touch it, you almost feel like this mute kind of feeling in your hands from, you know, sort of you being in touch with the arcane. Um, it seems to kind of have a very weird effect on magic. Oh, that sounds horrifying. But again, it's very, it's still, the color is still the same. It's a little dinged up at this point from you guys kind of wailing on it and stuff, but... Um, is it a better feeling than when you touch magic things? Lex, pull, pull here where the hole is. I'll, I'll direct Lex's hands. I, okay. I just want a, a piece of this shell. I'm interested in what it can do. John Cook watches you guys and says, hey, don't, don't break it, don't break it. It's probably more valuable intact. What are you going to do with it intact? You can't even move it. I Lex can get pull. some guys up here. The little one doesn't speak for all of us, so you can have his share of the show. It's already broken, too. Yeah, the little one. Oh. <laughs> I paint a sneeze and break it. <laughs> all right, yeah, you kind of snap off a piece and he's just like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> it was already not intact. There was a hole in it. Whatever. I don't think you're cute anymore. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Can I see that? Yeah, sure. I'm gonna pocket it okay. to play with later. Alright. So what are you guys doing with this massive shell? Drag. And at this point now, you right, guys can start to hear idea. the sounds yeah. of like yeah, flip the, shell the over. clear okay. crew like breaking and up the glass. You and I are gonna stand on the far side of it. <laughs> oh, I that's it's today. Fine. I still have that yeah. here. Um, I'm gonna put my hands on the shell and I'm gonna cast identify. I don't know if anything will happen, but okay. something might. Sure. Are you, are you down for trying to well, shell stuff back to now, camp? So it doesn't do anything. What? Yes. <laughs> so, it was already broken, so it didn't matter. Um. Well, it was dinged up. <laughs> there's a hole. We were shooting in the you hole. You don't. That's where the snail comes it, out of. <laughs> I, I would say it seems to have, at this point, some sort of anti magic properties to it. Like, like, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily emanate. Magic, but again, you get like this, like mute kind of like it almost cancels out some of the like magic. I'm gonna grab my rope and hopple back to the okay, yeah. And at this point, you guys can see the clear crew breaking up the glass. Luna and I were talking about flipping the shell over and then just like trying to push it as hard as or, like get a, a bit of a running start, push it as hard as we can, and then try and jump inside the shell to like ride a little bit. Like bobsled. Okay. Okay. Make uh make an athletics check. Just his head out the hole. I know you're both really strong, but this is about getting momentum and jumping. <laughs> Finally. Mm. Let's see, athletics. Not as great as that. Seventeen. Oh yeah, what is my athletics? A lot. I rolled a seventeen on the die. It's a lot. Uh, no, it's pretty heavy with ally in it. Oh, it's like oh, 20 pounds. 30 pounds of me. That was 250 Oh, yeah, they're minus a 23 for me. <laughs> All right, so you guys get a, a running start. Ally, you just feel like, oh, like, it starts kind of shoving forward, and you guys get a running start in the sand and manage to jump up, and it, it kind of skids ahead for like 30 feet before hitting a small rock and like tumbling, and you all kind of just go rolling out. Yeah. <laughs> cool runnings. <laughs> 
I'm gonna look that up. That was amazing. We should do it again. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna look up. What are the griffins doing? Nothing Baseball left. What griffins? Cool. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Oh. I was afraid the answer was gonna They're be just the invisible suits. now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing at nightmares. They're wearing invisible shells. Uh, Harundi kind of rides up on her, on her camel. Like, she says, uh, Is that... Did you all kill a, f- a flail snail? Maybe. It, did it, it was dead when we found it. <laughs> I, a what? I get out my notebook and I write something down. Vet. <laughs> Is it like special? <laughs> Marcus is like, no, we, we killed it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we killed it. And Ernie's like, hmm, well, I, I've heard of those. I've never seen one before. Uh, us either. Hmm. What do you know about them? Well, I know that some scavengers will collect the glass and sell it, and I hear that their shells can fetch a pretty par- price. Intact or? <laughs> I don't know. She goes, we're almost done with the clearing. We'll, Do we have uh, room on the wagon for it? We have some room. We have a magic rope we can tie it. Oh, wait, it might kill the rope. Never mind. We don't want to use... We can put some of it in the bag. We have not magic rope. Only parts of it. Not the whole thing, obviously, but... Do you want to just break it? Can you just break it? I mean, it's already broken. We, have we could just tie it to the wagon, the side of it or something. We have rope. Normal rope. We could put it on the back of the wagon. Why are you so hellbent on smashing this thing? I'm not hellbent on on anything. In Dagger Bluff, what have I ever seen a conch shell horn? Um. (laughs) 250. Sure. Yes. Yes. You would have. Guys, I kind of wonder if we can, like, turn it into a horn. It's so loud. A horn? Yeah. Like, you know, you blow into it and it makes noise. We just have to, like, take off, like, the very back point, probably. That's how I've seen it done. Like music? Yeah. Can you show me? Uh, sure, and I'll try and break off the back point of the horn. All right. Uh, make a um, you're just trying to break it off how are you trying to break it off um, I should have I should still have my crowbar here Sandra's watching us just destroy this money making shop he can keep the pieces we don't take <laughs> yeah, John Cook's just like kind of like just like hold on to it and hit it with your sword 250 pounds I have a oh, hammer actually, it's not as heavy as I thought it was never mind it hmm? I have a hammer <laughs> All right, roll, was, roll an attack. Uh, add your strength. Um, that should be a not net twenty. Yeah, uh, and you're trying to break off the end. Yeah, just like, like, the t- 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 okay, just a little yeah. point. Okay, yeah, you managed to you know with enough focused, uh, real intense strikes, you managed to break a small hole in the kind of spirally tip. Okay, of the shell. All right. Um, <laughs> And I guess I try and pull into it. <laughs> Make a performance check. <laughs> did you, you didn't even look to see if there was a hole to blow into. You just like, trying to blow into the sucker. Uh, I don't have performance. Whatever. 13? 
<laughs> Echoing through the canyon. Farts. This is like people from the can- the caravan kind of like look over and. John Cook's like, it's, John Cook is like, oh, it's ruined now. <laughs> just kind of starts walking back. I fixed it! <laughs> um, That's amazing. We could attach it to the card as like a <laughs> warning system. At that exact... It's not that heavy. As the sound of the horn blares and then fades, <laughs> none of you will notice the dark shadow swooping overhead towards the clear crew. And we'll take a break. Oh. Balls! <laughs> Should have kept you. looking for Griffins. Damn. Welcome back, everyone, to Duck Duck Dice, a Party File Games production. Our heroes are leaving the Halcyon Plateau and just fought a flail snail and did some fun things with its shell. But then. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Danger struck as a griffin caught much of the caravan unawares and began swooping down towards the dwarven miners who were clearing the glass pathway laid by the flail snail. Now, as this griffin swoops down, um, it's probably about 50 feet away from where you all are at. Um, Where am I? uh, Not near it. You're the closest, though. Uh, oh yeah, you were. Well, you went back to your the wagon, right? Yeah. Okay. So I yeah, was, you like, beat up and like, yeah. I'm like, I'm just done. So you're probably not even seeing this from where you're at. <laughs> okay. Um, but the four of you, um, if any of you would like to make a ranged attack at the beast with disadvantage, as you all kind of just look up and it is swooping down at well, this I'm creature. <clears throat> I will attempt to firebolt. Firebolt. Yeah, it's 120 feet. How far? Uh, nope. That's About 50 feet one. away from you all. You, you kill one of the miners instead. I will sling, Same. Sling, no sling, no dice if it's all at disadvantage. Uh, if it's within range, is it disadvantage? Uh, no, it's just at oh. disadvantage. It's, all, it's just a, because basically you all like, like swooping down, so it's a quick reaction kind of thing. Fourteen. What'd you roll? 14? One. One. Nine. Roll damage. Six damage. Six damage. And I go, Let's see, and then I gotta make. Whoa! Quick! Griffin! Saw a dice back there. <laughs> damage to one door. How much did you roll? How much damage? Six. Six? Okay. So, as the griffin swoops down, its talons focused in on grabbing one of these miners unawares, um, the combination of a dart from Ally. A rock from a sling. A rock from a sling. And two spears that get hurled by some of the guards from the caravan. They strike the griffin and it pulls up quickly and veers back up into the sky. Yeah, don't come back. Is it coming back? <laughs> and uh, no, it, it swoops and it's gone. And Harundi says, Let's clear this glass! We have to get moving! We have to get moving! Can't be, can't be dawdling! That's gonna keep happening! And the miners quickly 
begin, like... <gasps> Let's tie this thing to the wagon. Let's take our shell and go back to the wagon. I run over to Marcus. Yeah. Are you okay? I'm, I'm pretty... I've, I've been better. That was... I was... I couldn't move, but something felt kind of good, but really painful at the same time. <laughs> I don't know, that was... But we dealt with it, right? I mean, that, I, it's... It, it seems to be dealt with for now, yeah. I've... I've never been on a caravan guard duty before. This is all very new for me. Um, I'm so surprised they sent you out so soon. Well, I kind of volunteered for it. Um, we, uh, he kind of looks around, make sure he's looking. Between you and me, um, the Mind Master has pulled a lot of the guards from the city, including the ones that actually were scheduled to go on this trip. Seems like they're, um, they're doing something in the vacancy, sending a lot of guards there. I don't know why, but there was an opening for this, and so I I volunteered. Well, I think there is something to be said for the open road as opposed to the vacancy, given the experiences that we had there. Yeah, well, looks like they're going in to clean up something there, but I don't know what. Well, about um, damn time. Did, did you get a chance to send that letter for me? We can talk about it later. You seem really shaken right now. Yes, I am. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, totally. Which, no <laughs> So. So what do we do with this? Where do you want to put it? The reason we keep it, we can just ride it all the way back. I don't know if it's going to pull too well uh, along the sand. <laughs> we can strap okay. it to the side. Yes, I yes. Or I up on top. Like a big, I did. And Are they too heavy for that? Like a hood ornament. It's it's going where you wanted it to. Okay. But let me why? Don't worry about it. We There's stuff to deal with right now. All right. Suit yourself. Okay, maybe if we break it into smaller pieces. <laughs> but then it won't the be a sound. horn. Oh. Wait, well... We'll put it on top. We'll just crush the cart. That's what it's I'm worried not about. That heavy. <laughs> so are you guys back at the cart now with the the shell? <laughs> Scranton Finch is like, "Ooh, look at that! You got yourself a foil sail shell." Seems oh. everyone knows about these things. What is? Are they common? A foil? No, they're very rare. Barely ever see them. I've never seen one. Only heard of them. I've never heard of one. Have you heard this? <laughs> <laughs> Griffin. <laughs> Make a performance check. Yes. Oh, that's only seven. <laughs> There's like this like <laughs> kind of noise. There's like oh, oh yeah, pretty much every morning. <laughs> oh, I'll have to keep practicing. <laughs> what's he? What's that? What's he mean? <laughs> Hmm? Talking about my poops. <laughs> I came back at the right time, there. Cloaca, so I don't know. <laughs> God, we're going, we're going back down the hill. Going back down the hill, guys. Let's look at push it back. All right. Um, so, what are you guys doing with this shell? As 
We are. The, the time is I'm, limited before the caravan starts moving briskly. Like, will this hold the shell? On the top or on the side? Top. Are you tying it down? I mean, tying well, it down on top. I want to know, like, Structure. Are you t- are you tying it down on top of the yeah, wagon? I want to know. Okay, I'm not putting it up. But yeah, I'm looking at see. Like, is this structurally sound enough? Probably be fine. I, I would say like it looks like. I mean, this is a very nice wagon, very uh-huh. well built. Um, the sort of ribs of it are not flimsy; they're pretty okay. strong. Even you climbing up there still feels pretty sturdy. Well, it weighs less than me, so you put it down. Lash it on there. <laughs> I'm like in the back, like laying on the ground, ble- on the back bleeding, and I hear it go, Eric, <laughs> 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 are you alright? I'm fine. Um, Wait, he's fine. Time? You look pretty beat up to me! <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, shouldn't we, like, I don't know, do something to, like, fix this? Wait, fix the shell or fix the. <laughs> fix Eric. Oh! This. I mean, I suppose we could. Are you. No, nah, I'm fine. Oh, just well, let him just let him rest for a while. I mean, I can make you guys better, but it's fine. Did you, Marcus? When he was hurt, did you? I saw you slap him on the back, and he said that something made him feel better. Maybe. You have magic. I saw that you have magic. It's like my magic. Is it normal to have magic? Not so normal, I'm finding out. No, it's kind of weird. <laughs> Are you sure it's magic? Where did... I I saw you... I saw you throw fire, like I do. I, I suppose that's magic. Where did you learn that? Um, you learned it. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I learned it from a book. Do you have the book? No. I don't have much of anything on me. No. I kind of left. Yeah, and you see that she does not look prepared to travel at all. No. Just kind of in robes. Um, Do I believe her? Make an insight check. Thirteen. False. Twenty-four. Fuck. This book sounds intriguing. It would, for me. Yes. Yeah. But you don't see a book on it. Nope. It's a major bummer. Well, if you want, if you want to study, I have, I have my book. Um, your book. The one that I'm learning magic out of. Oh yeah, I would love to see it. Okay. Can you? I'll read it. Later though, I I don't want to just like give it to you. Maybe when we stop for the day. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You sh- can you, you can know, you teach me how how you made Marcus feel better? Uh, I did what? Isn't that what you did? I was just patting the back. Go, buddy. <laughs> All right, back there. Strap that shell down or get rid of it. We're we're good. We're gonna get rolling soon. Oh no! I'll strap. Guys, <laughs> you have a rope. Yes. All right. Sweet. So we will take. Well, it, it's gonna take a lot. Like. Probably the 50 feet of rope, like a 50, like to strap this thing down. You guys can have my rope. Let me use your rope. His normal rope. My normal rope. Okay. I don't need it anymore. Okay, yeah. Here's 50 feet of rope. All right. So we'll count that as 
as this massive shell. Um, that's like, I mean, if you guys were to stand it up, it'd probably be like six feet tall, you know, four feet in diameter. Like it's a big, beautiful, sh- big, beautiful shell yeah. with holes in it. Moderately aerodynamic. What was the snail called? The flail snail. snail. I was like, may snail, no. Smash snail, snail. I'm gonna be honest, I'd never heard of this before, so... I'm gonna climb on top and into the shell and hang out in there. Okay. Ooh, like a little room? I'm gonna, it's, it's my okay, meditation yeah. chamber. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's got eyes and mouth. And I can't be scryed on inside of it. <laughs> Are you worried about being scryed on? <laughs> Alright, so the wagon begins plodding along. I guess I'll be driving. <laughs> Does it affect my key at all as I'm in it? Key's natural energy. No, it doesn't. <coughs> but you do feel kind of like, you know, isolated, separated from everything else in there. Sensory deprivation, snail, ch- snail chamber. <laughs> yeah. And the inside is kind of like a, um, um, you know, that kind of like white pearl kind of color um, and some of the sunlight that comes in you can see little bits of like green and blue kind of dancing throughout it. How much is the weight again? 250 mm. pounds. 250 pounds. Got it. I can push that. Did you add that to the wagon? I did. Okay. Is that really in wagon content? Inside <laughs> the wagon? But close enough. Right. Right. Alright. And you all begin sort of plotting Did along. you add the two extra... Manifests that we have. The I haven't added anything except this okay. flail snail. You just hold on to those. They're in the vault. Or the safe. chest. Yeah. yeah, so in the chest, there's two false. Oh, so did you actually tell everyone about them, or did you just put them in the chest? I put them in the chest, but I mean, we were in and out of the chest the next day with the other one, so, so I figured. And we still have a list of other things in the chest we haven't put on the sheet either, so we have to add the whole entire list of things on. Okay. I put the potion of healing in the bag. Okay. All right. Um, you guys begin once again plodding along through short the rest. Red Rotten Canyon. Yeah, you take a short rest. Yeah. All right. Uh, after said short rest, yeah. um, I'm going to reach for yes. whoever's closer, uh, Lex or Ally, and. Say I'll be right back, and I'll go glassy-eyed and I'll pop into Helmy and send Helmy up and just do a a look around for griffins and such things in the sky that I might be concerned about. All right, uh, make a perception check. It's above twenty. Okay. Um, use all four of them. <laughs> no griffins in the immediate area. Um, up ahead, though, you see, and when I say up ahead, like on the horizon kind of thing, um, you can see where the landscape changes quite a bit, where the canyons seem to, you know, around you, it's almost kind of like these veins sort of like running throughout the plateau, um, and you can see the massive collapsed in canyon, um, to the east, and... The landscape sort of changes from the veiny canyons to much kind of wider and oblong 
kind of openings in the earth. Looks like a day or two ahead. Come back. All right. Kaya, Kaya, what, 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 what? You imagined you got a bird. Is that yours? Is it a pet? Yeah, it's a friend. This is Helmy, and I'll just pop him onto my lap. Do you want to meet him? Yes. How did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> no, he goes hoot. I was hooting in this world. The sticking point from like episode one. <laughs> How do I make more of you? Well, there's no other, no other like like him. He's mine. Well, I suppose, but this I can, was magic, right? Yeah, I can show you the spell. The spell? That allows me to bring him to this plane from a different one. There's a spell involved. Like Reset magic. Right, so mm-hmm. a spell. Sure, yeah, uh-huh. Here's Helmy. <laughs> Quit that. (laughs) (laughs) He's adorable. He helps me keep an eye on things. What? I can see what he sees sometimes. I just have to... take over his eyes, I guess. And you just do this? Mm, Within a certain range, yeah. So, are you like me? What do you mean? What do you think you Magic. Yeah, I, I've studied... I've studied magic from books and things, and I've worked really hard at it. I can do some things without my book, but most of it is just what I've learned. Learn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll... Mm-hmm. Ask you later. I. Oh, um, be careful around around Lex with magic. Okay. He's really uncomfortable about it sometimes. Uh, it kind of gives him a headache a little bit. So if you're if you have to, um, maybe just like warn him that you're going to. Uh, or just try to avoid doing it near him anyway, if you can. He does not like magic? It doesn't like him? Something in between? I don't know how to explain so much. Just, I will... Just be careful with, with Lex. I will be very nice to Lex and not do any magic near him. I bet he would love that. It seems to be all he really wants. I will appear as normal as possible. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. I have so many questions, but I think I'm going to save them because I, I don't know where to start, and I think I'm just going to go, I'm just, and I'm going to go sit up in front of the wagon. Hey, Kaya. Bless. Hey. Hi. How's it going? It's a day. Yeah, sorry for leaving you up on the cliff. Oh, no, that's fine. That's... Fine, Lex. I know you can't really do much from far away when things are really, really dangerous, so it's okay. I was fine. 
Thanks for asking, though, or for saying sorry. It's all, it's all right. All right, um, thanks. I don't know, I, I... Just been up here behind the horses. Just kind of riding. Ally's been up on the shelf for a bit. Hope he's all right. I'm sure he's fine, Lex. Uh, <clears throat> you know, we should really consider, we don't have to do it like right now, but we might want to give these horses names. Like, like Helmy's got a name, and it increases, like, our bond, I think. And if we're going to be with these horses a while, maybe we should do that. I keep my horse name simple. This is North, East, South, and West. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Finch. <laughs> Please, call me Scrammity Finch. <laughs> okay, Mr. Finch. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to do it now. We could just think about it for a while. I don't know. What do you want to name him? I don't know. I've never really named anything before besides Helmy. Well. I've got the directions, but up and down are still open. I think You've got two horses up and down. Keeps well, it straightforward. Take that under consideration, Mr. Finch. <laughs> Uh, I guess it's better than Call that. me Scrammity Finch. Okay, Mr. Finch. I guess it's better than the name I, I think had he said call him Scrammity Finch, and you keep <laughs> saying Mr. Finch. <laughs> you hear like a... <laughs> we don't have to do it now. We can, I don't know, ask everybody later. All right, yeah. Something Did you want to try leading him, I guess? Sure, I, I love learning new things. Is it hard? Uh, I don't know. They most of it just kind of do it on their own. Oh, that sounds perfect. Then, yeah, I'd love to learn. I'll do it. <laughs> now that I think about left and right, I'm taken either. <laughs> I climb down and go up to Scrammity Finch's wagon. Okay. <laughs> just hang out with him? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, hello. <laughs> Scrammity, so... Scrammity Finch. Scrammity Finch. Uh, you have four horses... And they're north, south, east, and west. Yes. What if you're going the other direction? Well, I don't... Pretty much it's just north and south. Along the... The way here. But what about, like, at night during camp, and they kind of mill about and they get all mixed up? No, I can tell them apart. All right. <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> it's kind of nicer up here. Oh, yes. Plenty of room. Yeah. Less dust, too. <laughs> Yeah, well, like I said, you know, if yeah, there are rules in the caravan, but, you know, if you want to get out of the back, some of the other drivers might take a couple coins, let you move up. So things haven't changed much over the years, then. Oh, what do you mean? That's how it used to be, too. You oh, yeah. Pay your dues, and you get to move up a little. You're a wagon? You're a wagon man? Not for many years, but once upon a time... Interesting. Never, I've admit, I've never seen a kobold be a driver before. Well, I didn't really drive. Just kind of a helping hand. I see. And you're with, are you with the fowl? I, well, I worked with the fowl. Mm. Never part of it. But. Ah, 
Lifelong member right here. Old Scrappy Finch always pays his dues. You have to in the foul. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's much better to. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's, uh, what's in Marin's Gate for you all? Uh, you know, I don't think anything. Just passage south. Yeah, I, I pretty much, I get there and... Turn around? Yeah, more, basically. <laughs> Is it always this eventful? It's not even six hours in, we've got... Yeah, well, when the uh, when they pretty much emptied the garrison to head south, the uh, soldiers that we send to do reconnaissance and clear out problems, well, they pretty much dried up too. So we're kind of just at the mercy of. Yeah, pretty much. Not much mercy out here. Just at the mercy. Well. And he goes, speaking of which, and he points ahead, and you and you two see almost kind of like half crawling on the edge of the cliff, a griffin peeking over the edge. And it starts to just kind of, it does this almost like where it kind of half falls, half jumps off the edge of the cliff and dive bombs at one of the wagons and scrambling. He goes, Griffin! <laughs> Would any of you like to... All right. Um, How far away is it? It is 70 feet away. No, I don't want the water lily dice. I want the I want this one. Death dice? I do want that um, one. Let's see. Could the three of you for me just make, uh, just roll an attack. Roll a d20 for me. And add three. Can I sprint up that way? <clears throat> it's kind of like, uh, like you see, it's like, like swooping down right now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you I are won't have monk. fun then. You are a monk, <laughs> but even monks aren't that good. Uh, what'd you roll? Uh, sixteen plus three. If it's plus three, I'm using my firebolt. But no, you no, you can make no, you make a normal attack roll for whatever you. Oh, want. Then yeah, I'm having them 20. roll for guards. Oh, <laughs> three, two. Yeah. this is less exciting. Oh, I use my. Yeah, because you you guys are in the yeah. wagon, right? I wanted it to be for the griffin to kill someone. Oh, wow. Oh, so, so what'd you roll? Twenty-two. Uh, I I rolled a three on the die. 11. A total? Yep. Okay. 15. Okay. 16. Roll d6 for me and add 2. Hey, I rolled more than a 1. Four. Oh, my dear. Oh, wow, Damage? Uh, I don't know. I haven't rolled that yet. I'll do it now. It's not bad. Oh, I, I lied. It's super cocked. We'll just roll another one. Okay. Four. <laughs> Four damage. Yeah, that's how so much that damage the guard did. That was a. So that was a. Uh, that was a, a miss. A miss. Four damage and four damage. Seventeen for to hit a mine. Oh, 17 to hit. Yeah. Oh, you threw a dart. No, or, it's or, or a sling. Yeah. Okay. What's the range on that? 120 feet. Just normal. Disadvantage. Oh, okay. Nice. Um. So seven damage. Seven damage. All right. Okay, so you all, not not you two, uh, but wow. the three of you and Scramity, who is just kind of like, this is life on the road. Um, you guys see this griffin swoops down and picks up a hornrock guard near the front of the caravan. Um, but wow. as you all, you see spears kind of fly up from the rest of the caravan and your firebolt, right? 
and your sling make contact. And as he picks him up, he gets struck by the various projectiles and just drops the guard 20 feet, who just kind of down into the sand. And everybody else kind of just like, you see a bunch of spears, almost like porcupine, like thistles, like kind of stick up and everyone's just like, "Ah, ah," like keep it on high alert. Um, But the griffin just flies off. And then they quickly gather and help up the guard who kind of stands up a little weakly, but kind of like, cracks his back and kind of look him over and I'm good. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's that's that mercy we were talking about. Just just at Good shot. Why are you shooting things? Oh wait, I heard Griffin. Yep, there was definitely a Griffin. Not here anymore, right? I don't think so. Thank goodness. You'll know if there's more, as I'm sure there will be. Screams or something. I find her really disarming. She's still kind of like poking. She's still like in the (laughs) (laughs) She's like right between you guys. (laughs) In the the little slot hole thing. (laughs) How's how's Eric doing? He was pretty rough last time I saw him back there. Has he been sleeping? (laughs) Yeah, Eric. <laughs> Eric. You don't have to wake him up if he's sleeping. I just want to make sure he's, you know, alive. Oh, I, I think... <laughs> well, that's Eric. Yeah. <laughs> he's fine. Why did you want me? No, no. Okay. Maybe put a pillow over his face <laughs> and push it down. <laughs> a little, just a little bit. bit. What the fuck? <laughs> I roll over so any uh, pillows on my face wouldn't necessarily suck. <laughs> Instinctively. <laughs> no, I make I'm a passive thinking, protection check. I'm thinking being asleep, but I roll over. All right. So the wagon continues, the caravan continues to plod on through the Red Run Canyon as night begins to take hold over the Halcyon Plateau. And the caravan slowly comes to a halt to make camp for the night. And that's where we'll pick up next time. Okay. Do we circle the wagons? No, there's no room to circle the wagons. (laughs) Oh. Yes. Uh, But uh, thank you again, everyone, for joining us for yet another episode of Duck, Duck, Dice. Uh, Just a reminder that we are taking a break next week, so you can join us back in two weeks. If you want to see some D&D, if you want to hear some video game talk, you can join Clinton, Dan, and Neil tomorrow at 8 p.m. right here on Twitch. Thanks so much for watching, everyone. Did you announce? On Twitter. Tabletop Turkey? Oh, you're going to do it here? Oh, I already did at the beginning oh. of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will also announce... I missed that. Yep, no. Uh, we, we congratulated the winner, but tomorrow we will be starting another giveaway. Cool. So, uh, yeah, if you want to win some cool little dice, we are going to do another giveaway on Twitter. And definitely check us out at twitter.com slash games. Yeah, get in on that. Because dice, man. Yeah. We use them. We love them. We all fucking collect them. Mm. No, we 
don't collect any. <laughs> Unless you don't want dice, I'm like that's that's totally understandable. But you know what? You probably know someone who does. So like, you know, yeah. share for that. Yeah. Sign up for that. You know, to win for that special someone in your life. Us. Yes. Yes. And do it for us. We will be that special people in your life. Anyway, thanks again for watching, and like we always say in the game of life and all others, roll on.